everything we do is in and through people. Welcome to the radio show that will help you know yourself to increase your influence with family, friends, co-workers, and community. This is Learn It, Live It, Lead It with your John Maxwell team leadership coaches, Mike Cook and Monique Minnick. But for this radio show, say hello to Mike and Mo. Hello and welcome back. This is Mike with Strategic Doers Group. And this is Mo with Minnick Enterprises. Welcome. And uh, last week, we began talking about the L in real success, which is leadership. This is Leadership 101. And we talked about uh, the development of a leader. And then we also talked a little bit about the traits of a leader as well along the way. And so uh, today, we're going to kind of land the plane and finish out our series on how to be a real success uh, in talking about the impact of a leader. Go lead it. The true measure of leadership is influence, and it's nothing more, nothing less. We've talked about that. Mm-hmm. And I have a really good example of this that I just want to share. Okay. Uh, back in 1996, there was a poll mm-hmm. published by the London Daily Mail, um, and Princess Diana and Mother Teresa were voted in first and second place mm-hmm. as the world's two most caring people. Mm-hmm. And that's something that doesn't happen unless you have a lot of influence, Right. So how did someone like Diana come to be regarded in the same way as, as Mother, Mother Teresa. Teresa? Yeah, that's, yeah. And the answer is she just demonstrated the power of influence. Mm. And when you look through her life and the things she got involved in and she created, right, the people's princess, if you will, mm-hmm. she created a connection using her influence with mm. those around her, whether yeah. it was people she met when she was out, whether it was with her family, obviously her children. Right. And whatnot. And so influence is the key Mm -hmm. and really the only thing that matters when it comes to leadership. How much you influence directly correlates to your leadership ability. It's such a basic definition. It seems so simple, kind of like before we talked about our leaders born, you know, but but influence, there's so much packed into that concept of of influence. Yeah. Yeah. And there's a lot of myths about leadership. So we're going to open this session. Mm-hmm. There's there's five that we're going to talk about today, talk about, just okay. in general, to, to try to help mm-hmm. correct. Mm-hmm. Just like people confuse leadership and management. Mm-hmm. They, they mm-hmm. tend to, some people use those words synonymously. That's the first myth right there. Yeah, management. Right. Yeah. They're not. The management myth. Yeah. Right? And the difference here is that leadership is about influencing people to follow, mm-hmm. and management focuses on maintaining systems and processes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a there's a uh, they call it entrepreneur operating system. You probably heard the commercials um, uh, talked about that. Um, but oh, the EOS. Yeah, the EOS. Mm-hmm. You know, some of the business people will recognize that language, and they talk about the person who's the visionary versus the person who's the integrator, and it's the same thing: the leader versus the manager. It's right. just it's two different things. Yeah, they go hand in hand. Yeah. They're needed. Oh yeah, yeah. They're needed. Yeah. They're, they're, they all have their role. We all have our roles. Yeah. And but just because someone's a manager doesn't mean they're a leader. A good leader. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. So another uh, another myth of um, leadership, myth about leadership, this is the entrepreneur myth. And there's actually a book called E-Myth, E-Myth. It's good. If you have a business or are going to start a business, read that book. I won't work with a coaching client unless they've read that book. I mean, it's, it's that important. So right. uh, there is a myth of entrepreneur. And people assume that all salespeople and entrepreneurs are good leaders. But that's not always the case as well. Of course, leadership begins with leading yourselves. And a lot of entrepreneurs aren't even good at that part of it. And so, if you yeah. think yeah. that you're an entrepreneur or you have 
a desire to to move in into mm-hmm. that type mm-hmm. of or even a good sales business approach, yeah. or even yeah. a good mm-hmm. salesperson, right? Yeah. Disc. This is you've heard us talk about it before, mm-hmm. but I have some additional tools within mm-hmm. the the disc communication profile. One specifically for sales. Yeah, yeah. It's for salespeople to help them understand it, and I also have one for you uh, entrepreneurs out there to really understand all that goes into having a a complete view of what your strengths are. Mm-hmm. And where you might need to do some development or where should and who should you partner with to be able to help you bring your vision alive. Once you know your strengths, then sometimes that's determining who should I hire and um, getting the right uh, people. Yeah. I've got some questions that I could share as well with entrepreneurs on how to determine are you a are you a leader? Are you an entrepreneur? Are you just a technician? Or are you a manager? You know, which one of those? Are you the, right. Or do you yeah. have the idea and the vision, um, yeah. but can you can you get it to where it needs to be? Because some people just love to just carry it out. Just tell me what to do and I'll do it. I'll make it happen. Right. But I don't want to lead anybody. I don't want to, you know, so there's there's different roles uh, there. So entrepreneur is definitely a myth. What's another one? The knowledge myth. Ah. Knowledge is power, though, right? According to Sir Francis Bacon, <laughs> yeah, that is yeah. true. Yeah. And knowledge is power. Mm-hmm. But it's not the only the only thing. Okay, so I'll quote another philosopher then from my generation. It was G.I. Joe who said, knowing is only half the battle. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> so most people believing power is the essence of leadership naturally assume that those who possess the knowledge and yep. the intelligence are the leaders. Mm-hmm. And that is not necessarily true. Mm-hmm. I think we all have probably experienced working with somebody who was protecting their area yeah. And responsibilities, yeah. like a fortress, not to let anything in or let anything out, mm. not sharing information. Yeah, not that's not sharing. power. That's greed or selfishness. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah. And that becomes very limiting. Mm. And so mm-hmm. knowledge should be shared. Yeah. Uh, my license plate says Mo Knows. I, you've heard me talk about it. I'm, a, I'm an information gatherer. I believe in being a, a, a river, not a reservoir. Yep. And so things that I know, I'm willing to share because there's things that I've had in my life and experience that you haven't had yet. If I can save you some time and heartache or help you come to a solution or resolution, yay. Yeah. That's a win for both of us, Mm -hmm. right? Because Mm -hmm. I'm actually doing something with something I've I've spent the time to learn Mm -hmm. or had to experience. Mm -hmm. What's the fourth myth? Uh, The pioneer myth. Um, To be a leader, a person has to not only be out front – but have people intentionally coming behind them, following their lead, and acting on their vision. So just because you're a pioneer and you go out and start doing something, turn around and make sure that there's people actually following you as well. Yeah. And, and a good example of this, we'll just we'll go with uh, probably a name that many of you will have mm-hmm. heard about, mm-hmm. uh, Sir Edmund Hillary, who was the first man to reach the summit of Mount Everest. Yep. Um, since his historic ascent uh, back in 1953, many people have, quote, followed him mm-hmm. in achieving that feat. But that doesn't make him a leader. Mm. Right. He was a pioneer. Yeah. yeah. He wasn't actually even the leader on that expedition. John Hunt was, mm-hmm. as the story goes. And when Sir Edmund Hillary traveled to the South Pole in 1958 as part of the Commonwealth Trans-Antarctic Expedition, he was accompanied by another leader, Sir Vivian Fox. Hmm. To to be a leader, a person has to not only be out front, but also have people following and acting on their vision. So yeah, yeah. that's part of teamwork. That becomes a right. that becomes a big 
piece of it is mm-hmm. who are you in partnership with? Because, again, mm-hmm. we don't do life alone. We right. weren't meant to do life alone. Mm-hmm. So even being successful in the things that we want to achieve are going to take mm-hmm. a village mm-hmm. and however that village looks. Yeah, absolutely. The fifth one is the position myth. Mm. Right. Uh, it's not the position that makes the leader. It's the leader that makes the position. I've seen many examples of that. Yeah. yeah. You know, what are what are you doing where you are right now? Right. Are you making the position? Are you the most effective for the organization you're working with? Mm-hmm. Are you mm-hmm. what are you doing with that? Mm-hmm. That actually kind of leads us right into our next uh, discussion here uh, on how does influence work because there's levels of right. leadership. Le- um, level of influence. Yeah, mm-hmm. levels of yeah, – which is, yeah, influence. Real leadership is influence. So real leadership is being the person others will gladly and confidently follow. Um, you know, sometimes uh, even without leverage. Mm-hmm. And that's where, like, the nonprofits come in. You know, you're not paying them. And it's not military like you've been used to right. with, you know, it's the chain of command and the whole thing. And so nonprofits are a great example of this, how, how influence can actually be developed. Well, when you think about influence, there's really three components. There's uh, of the of a power triangle. There's three components of the power triangle. So okay. you have communication, recognition and influence. Hmm. Okay. And whether you're whether you're a for profit or a non for profit, mm-hmm. when those three are in harmony, when you are yeah. communicating well, right, giving people information the way they need it, as we mm-hmm. talk about with DISC, mm-hmm. bringing recognition, giving credit where credit is due, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right, and then influence. Yep. When all of those are firing, yep, at their maximum effectiveness, absolutely, that is where success happens, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and everybody's winning. At that point, everybody's winning. This leadership, you know, one-on-one book that that John wrote many, many years ago with all the basics has ultimately created other books that he's written. Right? Yeah, Developing yeah. the Leader Within You 2.0 takes right. us to another level. Mm-hmm. There are the levels of leadership that we're going to quickly touch on mm-hmm. here mm-hmm. is actually one of uh, a current book that he's written in the last several years mm-hmm. called The Five Levels of Leadership. Yeah. And they all begin with a P. So the beauty of what Leadership 101 has has given mm-hmm. is deeper dives <laughs> in each of these other areas. Leadership yeah. Gold is another one. Yep. I think you're going to be putting together, putting together some masterminds next year. Yeah, that's right. Starting mm-hmm. in January. Yep. Mm-hmm. And also the conference we talk about, Live to Lead, that you're going to be able to hear more about. Yes. These are those opportunities to grow your influence and grow your leadership because, mm-hmm. as we've discussed in the last session, it's necessary. Yeah. So the levels of leadership, the first one is position. People follow because they have to. You have a position, you've been given that title or whatever, and the only influence you have is what comes with a title. So, um, you know, real leadership, once again, is being the person others will gladly and confidently follow. So position only gets you so far. Title only gets you so far and probably even an amount of time. They'll follow you for a little while because you're – in charge, yeah, so right. to speak. And you could fire them maybe or whatever. Yeah, yeah. So don't have – the security here is is based on title and not your talent. Mm-hmm, it's also mm-hmm. based not on your influence. Yeah, yeah. It's based on someone else's influence, and they've, they have loaned that to you for a short period of time, and then it's like kicking you out of the nest. you got to earn it. you gotta, you got to rise to that. Yeah, yeah. And someone who is dependent on position mm-hmm. – for example, we'll say things like, 
well, you need to do this because <laughs> yeah, I yeah. told you so. It goes back to the children. It's because I'm the boss. Right. <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. That works when you're five, but not. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You will have difficulty working with volunteers if you're yeah. in a nonprofit. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, young people in general. Mm-hmm. It's about. Especially if you're the leader and people older. The first first oh. uh, first management job I got, I was 19, and most people were older than me that were working, and, and so that, that was a little challenge. Yeah, you know? if you have to tell people that you're in charge. But that's true, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's already a, a, yeah. another problem. Yeah. So we go from position to permission. Permission. People mm-hmm. follow because they want to. Mm, okay. And leadership is really about getting people to work for you even when they're not obligated. Mm, mm-hmm. Significant when it comes to nonprofits, right? Mm, because Yeah, yeah. Because so that's... this goes back to the relationships piece we talked about at the beginning of this series. People don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. You have to go for the heart mm-hmm. versus the hand. Mm, right, right. Uh, this is inter-relationships. Mm, this mm-hmm. is how permission-level leadership happens. Okay, so this is, is not the pecking inter, order. No, it's yeah, an interdependency. It's, mm-hmm, it's people development, yeah. yeah. Uh, lasting relationships, s- sustained for a long haul. These are mm. not short-lived. These mm-hmm. take time to develop. Mm-hmm. And ultimately, and, and I mean, I can think of a handful of folks that over the years, it didn't matter what they were going to ask me to do mm-hmm. or what they needed done. My yeah. answer was always going to be yes because mm-hmm. of the kind of relationship I had with mm-hmm. them, mm-hmm. because I trusted them, because yeah. they always looked out for me, because I gave them permission to mm-hmm. have that influence in my life because mm-hmm. of what I saw lived out in front of me. Yep. So from position to permission, then we get into production. And this is where people follow because of what you've done for the organization. So there's going to be some time involved there. It's not your first week on the job. You've actually done some things. You've proven yourself. You've built that trust you're talking about. You've built the relationships that we've talked about. Um, and and so on, on the relationship people uh, level, people get together just to get together. Um, on the results level, people come together to accomplish a purpose. And so you're, you're starting to see it. It's starting to, to gel there a little bit more from permission to actual production. Things are starting to happen. Things are starting to get done. And – it's been several, I can't remember which session we talked about it, but I gave the example of when I was a, a fairly new, newly minted major and I had mm-hmm. been taken over this organization. So I had the position by title of the role that I was brought in. There were a couple of people in the office that knew me that helped with some credibility at the permission level. Mm-hmm. The production was the office was not as effective as it could be and it needed to it needed to get better. Mm-hmm. But the group that had been in there had mm-hmm. been promised so many things over time that just had never come to fruition. Mm-hmm. Fruition, mm-hmm. They were looking at me like, yeah, right. Yeah. Okay, here we okay. go You're again. the next one. You'll be gone in six months. You'll yeah. be gone in six <laughs> yeah. months. And, and I really, to get to the people development piece, I, I had to move through those three mm. levels fairly quickly. And I also had to make sure that what I said was going to happen happened quickly. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it was very dependent on my production mm-hmm. and my word to deliver, to get them to see that yeah. I ultimately had their development mm. and the organization's. So it's a team building thing. You're, you're, you've are you got a common purpose you want to accomplish, and they understand that you're on their team. You're right. helping them. Yeah, yeah. And mm-hmm. that moved us to the fourth level, which was people development. People mm-hmm. follow because of what you've done for them. 
Not just the organization. And that's what I had to get to Mm -hmm. is they had been promised so much. Mm -hmm. They were great professionals. They had great expertise. They were Mm -hmm. not being leveraged uh, the way they should have been. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then there were some people who were very comfortable where they were and needed to move on. (laughs) That became part of it. Either way, we're moving them, right? Right. (laughs) But this became a a pivotal point for them to see their value Mm -hmm. and to have their value recognized. Yeah, yeah. And that ultimately moves us to the fifth level, right, is the personhood. This is the Mm. people follow because of who you are and what you represent. This is the walking the talk. This Mm -hmm. is everything coming together and why protecting your character (laughs) and doing the right thing when no one's looking. And this is is the rare thing. The rare thing. This doesn't happen overnight. It happens over years, decades um, you know, even John Maxwell, who's written this material, is just now getting to this point, I would say, in a lot of cases of, of you know, who he is and what he represents is why they're following, not, you know. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And when you look at, I think, through my military career, and I have some of the relationships where I have personhood, personhood level leadership mm-hmm. with certain, like my cadets yeah. from VMI, for example, and stayed connected with them now almost 25 years. Mm-hmm. I have this level of leadership with them because of where we started and where we've come mm-hmm. from. But there's people I'm meeting today that I only have some permission, mm-hmm. right, may have some production mm-hmm. at different levels. And so you're going to move through these levels yeah, yeah. The interesting, in different seasons of your life. interesting thing about it, though, is that it's also they build on each other. You yes. think of it as steps. Um, you know, some additional insight on that is, you know, the higher you go, the longer it takes. The higher you go, the higher level of commitment. The higher you go, the greater the growth. But you never truly leave that base level. Right. And you can't forget that. You can't leave that behind because you're just like a, a set of stairs or whatever, if you try to stand on the top one and the bottom one's gone, everything is going to crumble. And so um, each one of these levels we talked about builds and stands upon the, the level below. And so you, you're constantly having to make sure that there, the foundation you know, is secure. Yeah, that there are some other people that you have to go back and, you know, as people change, you know, that position, permission, you know, you hire somebody new, whatever the case may be. Yeah. You yeah. can't forget about the others that yeah. you've traveled through to be where you are mm-hmm. because you'll have to step back to some of those mm-hmm. depending mm-hmm. on what you're doing in the role that you have. Yeah, one one way to do that, we talked about lifting the leadership lid in the previous segment is start lifting the lid for other people. Correct. Um, you know, for your leadership to remain effective, it's essential that you take other influences along with you and you lift their lids as you're you're bringing them along in the in the group bringing them up to higher levels as well. And this is yeah. why leadership development, communication development is so important individually and organizationally. We, you've heard us talk about this before. It everything we do is in and through people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Our businesses depend on people. Yep. Whether as consumers, yep. producers, <laughs> <laughs> yep. It's all about people. Yeah, and yet we still spend so much time training on tasks. Tasks. Of That's ironic, yeah. Tasks. Yeah. So how can I extend my influence, I guess, would be the next question. Um, this is really about empowering, changing lives. Mm-hmm. Your influence is impacting other people. Mm-hmm. Uh, people under the influence of an empowering person are like paper in the hands of an artist. Mm. That's a good example if you want a visual. No matter what they're made of, they can become treasures. Yeah. Sure. This is what John talks about when he meets people for the first time that he puts a 10 on their forehead. Mm-hmm. He starts them at the highest level already. Mm. 
because that shapes the way he'll interact with them. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So empowering is giving your influence. You're loaning. Uh, we talked about that before. It's like your credibility. And, you know, you can you can empower a person with a position, start them out. But that only goes so far until they they rise to that level. But, yeah. Um, so think of a person who's empowered you. Mm. Don't need a name. Mm-hmm. Right. But think about how how it affected you. Mm. If they're empowering the confidence they had in you, the even when you didn't really believe in yourself, mm-hmm. right? We're, we're going to put producer Anthony on the spot here. Yeah, I think he's got a good example. So who's empowered you in your life? Oh, I mean, a lot of people, but even even I think just in the more recent sense, um, I mean, WLNI as a company has people that will continue to put confidence in people to allow them to grow. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I was I was trained um, by the, our former Morning Line producer, Ashley, um, and probably one of the most scariest moments I had just working here, she took a week's vacation. Um, and <laughs> how, what, how soon after you were here? Kicked you out of the uh, nest, this huh? Was, yeah. This was a couple, this was four or five months into me working here, and uh, she took a week's vacation, and... Uh, Behind the scenes, Ashley runs this place. Mm-hmm. And so she goes on and a And we learned va- that in the disc. Correct. Yeah, right. Correct. Yeah. We learned that in disc, and uh, she takes a week's vacation and goes, all right, Anthony, you're in charge. <laughs> that's it. That's that's all I got. No. Oh, nice. No, uh, here's what we need you to do. It's just you're in charge. Figure it out. You got it. And hmm. we were good. I and you the did? whole week. So she trained you well, believed in well you. Enough. Well enough. Well yeah. enough. And she believed in you. and, and Yeah. Yeah, and ever since then, I've, I mean, I, I run the downstairs studio every okay. day. Cool. So it, that was that was quite a confidence booster for you then. Oh yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. Well, and it becomes a perfect segue into when you understand how to empower others. Mm-hmm. Attitude is huge. We've talked about attitude had its own three sessions yeah, three, in, yeah. in the real success. Mm-hmm. People that don't empower are insecure. If you're unwilling to empower others, you have an inse- you have a security issue mm-hmm. with within yourself. Mm-hmm. Change is also a big piece of that, which makes a lot of people mm-hmm. uncomfortable because yeah. empowerment is going to require a, an adjustment to something you maybe have done all your life or something you've wanted to do differently, but you weren't unsure, right? Mm-hmm. What you heard Anthony describe is that as he came in and was trained, then he's evaluated and he had things modeled for for him as well and as he moved through not only you know getting permission to do what he was trained to do and to test it out to you know Ashley in effect transferred her authority mm-hmm. I mean these are all the steps that go through it and mm-hmm, then mm-hmm. going on vacation was the way yeah. she showed her confidence in you yep, yep. <laughs> it took a week off absolutely not much she can fix from the road if something happened I was on my own. <laughs> <laughs> so it's the eaglet out yeah. of the nest yeah, syndrome. Right. Kick you out the, yeah. philosophy, yeah. Mm-hmm. right? You're going to mm-hmm. have to learn to fly one day. So here, here's, right. here's today. Yep. Here's yep. today. Yeah. And that's a really big piece of it. So when you think about empowering others, and if you were not somebody who was empowered, this is hard because mm-hmm. this is a new muscle that you to do it may need to be yeah. exercising. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
I, I was fortunate enough. I've had a lot of people who've empowered me in my life. Mm-hmm. And um, and I've had bosses that have said I was, you know, so empowered I was leaning too far <laughs> out of the saddle or moving too far down the road, and they wanted me to pull back a little bit. Mm. Um, okay, I, I'll take that. But if you are somebody who's not had anybody believe in you the way to the point of that confidence, mm. And trusting you to do the right thing. And even if you don't, it may not work out every time, but allowing you that room and space to grow and develop, then this is going to be hard. Mm. This so may be why you don't We've do got it. some steps here, though, mm-hmm. like I guess we can share on how to empower others to their potential. Um, and first of all, you have to have confidence in yourself before you ever get into empowering others. And right. so obviously Anthony was empowered by someone who had confidence in themselves. And so first you want to evaluate them. Mm-hmm. You know, everybody has potential, you know, find out what their knowledge, their skill, Skill, their desire. Um, um, Right seat on the bus. This becomes that other conversation. Do you uh, have people doing what they're supposed to? Yeah. Patrick Lencioni says humble, hungry, and smart. That's another one to to make sure that they are. Yeah. Yeah. So you're evaluating them and then you're going to model it for them. Model it for them. Um, People do what people see. We've said that before. Yeah. And then. You have to give them permission to succeed. mm. And this is both expect it and verbalize it. Mm, there's an attitude thing once again. This is a whole expectation discussion that mm-hmm. that routinely comes around. The biggest complaint I hear from my customers or people that I'm coaching with or when I go into organizations to do like a SWOT analysis on what's happening, the mm. biggest thing is I, I don't know what I'm supposed to be doing. Mm. Communication, yeah. Right. What are the yeah. expectations? What am I supposed to be delivering? Mm-hmm. And so that is permission to succeed. And expect it, yeah. And expect yeah. it. Mm-hmm. Give them what the, the but, end game is. But you have to verbalize. You can't just assume that they know. Yeah, yeah. You also have to transfer authority to, to folks. Mm-hmm. You have to – it's more than just sharing your workload or handing off. Yes. It's sharing your power and ability. There's nothing worse than receiving responsibility without authority. Without That's, authority. Yeah, yeah. They go hand in hand, yeah. and so many mm-hmm. people miss that. And then once you've done that, then publicly show your confidence in them. Um, you know, as you raise up leaders, you know – Show them and their followers. Um, you know, I've I've heard it said many times in leadership: praise openly and correct in correct, private. private. So that um, you know that goes on down to you know not just show your confidence in them, but supply them with feedback. Those two kind of go hand in hand. So praise openly, correct in, in private, and, and then finally and feedback. Mm-hmm. Before we move off feedback, feedback is more than just once a year on an evaluation. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The feedback should be as things are happening. Yep. Yep. Good and good and needing correction, needing an adjustment. Yeah, it's easy it's, to find the wrong things. Right. Yeah, it's always you know. easy to find the wrong things. Yeah. When I worked in restaurants, we actually had a program called Catch Me Doing Something Right. right. They had to tell us that. Hey, hey, be sure you catch them doing right. something right, not just wrong. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So if you're having those conversations, then the hard ones won't be so hard. Mm-hmm. And then release them to continue on their own. Give as much freedom as possible. Mm-hmm. To the person to be able to deliver what you're looking for. for. Yeah, yeah. As you empower others, you will find that most aspects of your life will change for the better. Yeah. Yeah. This is your children. These are your friends. These are neighbors. These are coworkers. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And that ultimately moves us into making your leadership last. This is Mm -hmm. the whole conversation of legacy, which is why. Yeah. Why does our leadership matter? Mm -hmm. A leader's lasting value is measured by succession. Um, sometimes, and you can think of somebody that you worked with, worked under, and you don't realize how good they are or were till they're gone. 
Right. And I mean, that's a great goal to have, but you know, make it make it your goal on a regular basis. Yeah. Well, yeah. this last week we lost uh, General Colin Powell. Oh, there's one right there. Yeah, and if yeah. you haven't read his autobiography, you should. Mm-hmm. And he's got 13 <laughs> rules <laughs> that are amazing. Yep. Yep. And he is someone that we will um, we will miss. Yeah. Um, certainly from a military perspective, but also from um, from our politics and from our mm. community. Um, so that's a whole conversation we could have in a whole other show about there is no success without a successor and, and legacy. And, and, you know, definitely would love to uh, reach out to us. I'd love to talk with you uh, individually on those uh, top topics. But let's kind of pull it all mm. together, land the plane, um, how to be a real success, R-E-A-L. There's four things to be successful. Relationships. People only go along if they can get along. Equipping. Take the vision from me to we. Attitude. It's a choice, and you must determine that. And finally, leadership, because everything rises and falls on it. And that's how you and that's how I can become a real success. Until next week, this is Mike. And this is Mo. Reminding you to learn it. Live it. And lead it. 